Hello, I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films. I got a few notes for you before the show. First, I want to thank you all for watching. We couldn't do what we do or the amount of things that we do without the support of you, the viewer. If you want to support us financially, which we always appreciate, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com fsfilms, where you can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us continue this and all the things that we do. I want to give a special shout out to our $25 supporters, Antitonic, Cat Water Flame, and Samantha Bates. Uh, second, I want to let you all know that we here at Final Show Films are planning a little get together up at Gen Con this year. That's August 2nd through 5th up at Indianapolis. We're going to be up there sort of hanging out, enjoying the con, spending time together. And if any of you guys want to come up and say hi, please feel free. We don't bite unless you want us to. And if you enjoy whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to, be sure to check out our website at finalshowfilms.com where you can find links to all of our other content, both podcast and video. And be sure to follow me at John A. Bates on Twitter for more updates on all of the content we're creating in the future. In the meantime, thanks for watching. And I hope you enjoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to West Rising, the <clears throat> Werewolf the Apocalypse Chronicle. Um, I am your slightly congested storyteller for the evening, Michelle. And... Uh, let me introduce my players on the off chance you don't already know them. Uh, John? I'm John, and I'm playing Shadow, the get of Fenris Aru. <laughs> and Aaron? Hi, I'm Aaron, and I am playing Thistle, the children of Gaia. I'm always going to have trouble conjugating <laughs> that in this instance. I'm really sorry. The children of Gaia Theurge. And Jack? Hi, everybody. I'm Jack, and I'm playing Tag Connolly, the... And Craig. Hi, I'm Craig. I'm playing Grudek, the Bonar Galliard. And last but not least, William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Sea Walsh, the Uctana Philodox. All right. Uh, when last we left our wolf pack, they were just on their way out to finally deal with uh, the situation with Thistle's parents. Uh, Zermom, in particular, has been sending text message after text message saying, where are you? So they were finally going to address that situation and hopefully decrease aggro from that direction a little bit. On the way out, they uh, ran into the Sept's worm foe, Silver Glare, who has apparently committed an act of kidnapping uh, because she has an eight-year-old girl with her, the uh, sister of the young black spiral dancer who... Um, stole the fetish that they recovered for their rite of passage. So uh, now we are uh, dealing with um, Shadow, who's stayed back at the the Sept for the time being, and then the other four were just on their way out when this happened. So, what are you going to do next? Oh, fucking shite. Silver Claire, oh. you brought her back. I'm so glad. Is she okay? Does she look okay? She gestures to the girl who's looking somewhat shell-shocked. Her eyes are the size of saucers, and she's... Um, her body language suggests that she trusts Silver Glare and uh, is a little bit clingy with her, but when she sees uh, Grudek, she actually um, seems to brighten up a little bit. Like, she recognizes him and feels like this is good news that this very strange-looking man is... Uh, 
standing there. She still doesn't uh, say anything though. He um he immediately takes off his hat, um and sort of holds it in front of him and 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 walks up to them, slowly but kind of holding himself back. He doesn't want to spook her, otherwise he'd be running up. She does inch just a little bit closer to Silver Glare, but she still looks at him with more interest than fear. Okay. Uh, he gets close and then will kind of hunker down um, to bring his head level with hers and say, um, uh, have you ever been to the park before? Oh, you're, you're really going to like it. There's, there are so many fantastic places. We have, we have just wonderful place for you to stay. Do you want to wear my hat? Okay, that's all right. It probably, it doesn't look so good on me, probably would look even worse on you. But if you change your mind, it's okay. She still has this slightly shell-shocked, sullen look, but, you know, she just continues looking at him and doesn't seem utterly terrified. She's at least not screaming that wonderful <laughs> police whistle scream that she was screaming the last time you saw her. 100% improvement <laughs> over my last interactions. Um, Tag kind of waves a hand to try and get Silver Glare's attention. Where are you off to, she says to the rest of you. And she just looks, she just gives him, now he understands where she got her name because she gives him <laughs> that glare that seems to eat through his skin and burn like aggravated damage. <laughs> Basically a STFU kind of a glare. And then um, repeats her question. So where are you off to, the four of you? Uh, we're headed off to get those prints done and also deal with a personal matter. All right. All right. Well, um, uh, if you need anything, well, I guess you can't call me while I'm here, but, uh. We can send a message if we need to. Right. I, I and he looks over at, at, uh, at Thistle and says, you didn't really need me along anyway, right? I can go back. We can use Totem. Keep in touch. Yeah. Whatever's easiest for you. I am. Okay. We're good. Oh, that's right. And if, if you three need anything, you can tell uh, Grudek, and he'll pass along the message. All right. Well, uh, be careful, um, she I, says, apparently not having followed her own advice. And Grudek, Grudek repeats that, looking intently at each of them. She's right. Be careful. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll, we'll, hand, we'll handle this, and we'll be back as soon as we can. Grudek. I don't have to be too much of Mother Hen, but we know you a little bit. <laughs> All right. Try not to uh, uh, try not to terrify anyone with your intensity, Stormheart. And uh, he, he gives you a wink and pats you on the shoulder if you let him. <laughs> he, he lets you. He just kind of like suppresses a chuckle just just faintly. He's like, <laughs> you know, that's already getting all around the sept, right? Uh... You know, when Marsh Lyon said it, I suppose I should have expected it. <laughs> Probably so. All right. You all be good. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. If we do, we'll name it after you. <laughs> that doesn't... Oh, that's fair. Ah. <laughs> so, um, you, you guys have got, like, about an hour walk down to the car, and mm -hmm. then uh, probably... Uh, more than an hour's drive, given that um, you're going out to Thistle's neck of the woods. So how yeah, long is that I'm, by car, do you think? I, 
given the like yeah. would you say it's morning traffic time yeah it's about 9 a.m so it's gonna oh be well so okay 9 a.m not 9 p.m right yeah okay it's, isn't it wasn't uh, it, uh, it's probably, yeah it was it was yeah. the morning after yeah <laughs> it, if yeah Storyteller wants to change it. I'm not fighting. But, um, <laughs> it's probably about an hour and a half, two hours by car. Um, because the morning traffic almost exclusively comes into the city. So right. going out once you get past the city itself shouldn't be that bad. Okay. So um, we'll say like an hour. a little bit of a five. dial back, though. Oh, sorry. We get about 30 seconds down the trail and Tig's voice comes over the brain wave, very quiet, very intense. Uh, Grudek, I'll, I'll need you to keep an eye on everything that happens as soon as that wee Colleen gets into the gets into the cairn. I want to know exactly who sees her, in what order, how they react. I need to know exactly who is happy to have her there, who is opposed, who is confused and unable to make up their mind at the moment. Obviously, Silver Galera has made up her decision on the matter, but we need to know exactly detailed reports of every single reaction that we get to this girl making her appearance inside our sept. Can you do that for me, lad? And you hear back through the through the totem link. That's an excellent idea, Tig. Don't worry. I'll do my best to keep up with it, although uh, if... Uh... If my suspicions are correct, I think that the, uh, how is it, the, the shit is going to hit the fans as soon as the uh, we arrive with her in tow. Oh, I have no fucking doubt of that. Mm. Over. You be careful too, okay? Oh, you know me. Never oh. getting into any trouble. Over over the <laughs> telepathic link, you just hear, I will meet Grudak at the gate. Uh, shadows. Please get shadow. safe, please. <laughs> We're bringing the small girl from the apartment that we met. She's remember, we don't know that she's worm tainted. She's here under Silvergrass protection. I gathered as much. Um, so given that the now it's three of you, right? The three of you mm -hmm. that are going um to Thistle's parents' place are going <clears> to <throat> have like uh an hour forty five minutes in the car or something. If there's anything you guys are planning to like uh discuss scheme plan or otherwise do before you get there just let me know um otherwise we'll start in on you guys eavesdropping on the sept business and then switch to you guys arrival once you get there does that work cool <clears throat> all right so because it is uh the park is open there aren't a ton of people there yet because it is early and people are not going to be early risers on a Friday morning, which it is. Um, <clears throat> um, you do have to wait, though, a second for like one couple to walk past on the path before you guys can shift into Krinos form. And weirdly enough, the um, the little girl does not seem alarmed. And it looks like she and... Uh, Silver Glare have kind of gone through this already because she just climbs up onto her back like she's already been shown how to do this and Silver Glare leaps and climbs over the uh, the entrance um, with the girl with her arms wrapped around her neck and I assume Grudek follows her back in. Yeah. Do you want me to make an athletics check or? Uh, okay? No. 
no, nothing to be gained from failing that role. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I Thank am, you. I am waiting on the other side in Hobbit form with uh, C's sword uh, tucked into my belt, like sort of in the back of the belt, because I don't know that C has a, a has a frog or a, or a, a sword belt, so. No, he actually he actually just has the sheath that he kind of carries and attaches to his jacket when he's not carrying it, so it's actually just the sheath. Yeah, so it's just like like in the back of my belt right now. Not very not very elegant, but solidly there. Uh, sort of staying there with arms crossed, looking at the three of them as they land in. Okay. Um so as soon as Silver Glare lands, she shifts back. The girl slides down off her back and um she does not look happy to see Shadow. Who, the girl? Yeah. <laughs> she just, like, she just cowers behind Silver Glare. Uh, no, it's, 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 I remember he was very scary, I know. But he's, he's, he's a good friend to all of us and to you. He really will be. Um, and Tim Rowentree, the Karen Warder, uh, strides over as soon as he catches a glimpse from a distance of Silver Glare's flaming red hair. And when he sees uh, the little girl there, he just sort of stops dead in his tracks. And, you know, he's he's a pretty chill guy, but even he is just sort of like, you know, head tilt WTF written all over his face. Um. <clears throat> That's fair. One of your fluffs decided. <laughs> Silver Glare, uh... Who's your friend? This is Emma. Um, uh, tell you what, uh, <laughs> Grudek, why don't you take Emma uh, to to meet the other kids? Uh, and I'm going to have a talk with uh, with Tim for a bit. All right? Can you oh, do that? Of course, of course. Uh, Emma, do you want to come with me? I have some uh, pachki, some, some some donuts. We'll go get them, and you can meet lots of other friends, some a little older, some just your age, some younger. Does that sound good? She looks like she didn't hear anything after donuts. When he says donuts, <laughs> her eyes just light up with <laughs> a savage, almost feral hunger, and she's like, donuts, and hears nothing after that and follows him immediately. <laughs> He's a galliard. He knows his audience. <laughs> <laughs> And um, Silver Glare goes off toward the the amphitheater to speak with uh, Tim. Um, shadow going. What shadow doing? I'm gonna follow I, unless they explicitly like like wave me off. I'm going to follow after uh, Silver Glare and Tim because a the girl's scared of me. B I want to know what the fuck happened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, then then through the through the totem like Grudek will say. Uh, Shadow, will I take her and get her settled? Uh, you heard Tyke's suggestion. I think it's a very good one. Can you take over, watching everyone, making sure uh, how they react, and letting us know until I can come back and join you? I will indeed, though I would keep an eye out on the others you introduced the girl to as well. No, oh, of course. Uh, probably Bridge Runner will be first, but uh, if anyone comes to see, I will certainly report in. So you can all assume that everything that Shadow is hearing right now, he is yeah, I am also siphoning passing it. along. I am just siphoning it all back. So this is all common knowledge. <laughs> Yay! Uh, so Silverglare glances back and sees that Shadow is following, but she doesn't seem 
bothered by this at all, and she just continues over to the amphitheater, takes a seat, um, and says, Look, Tim, I understand the girl is Black Spiral kinfolk. It's um, dubious at best to have her here, but she is eight years old. She was left alone in the building by her mother. I stayed there all night, and I watched. And her mother came back, went into the building, and then left again, not 20 minutes later, with a little girl in there. So I, I went inside, and I looked for her. And I found her, not in the apartment where she was living, but in another one. There was um, a woman living there who was trying to get her to eat a rat. Um, so I took the girl with me and I'm not saying this has to be a permanent situation, but I'm not having an eight year old girl eating rats by herself while her family has abandoned her. If there's anything I can do about it. So we're going to get her a decent meal. We're going to maybe talk to her a little bit, find out what we can find out. If she'll talk, she hasn't said but a word since since I found her. Yes and no, and that's about it. Um, but I wasn't going to leave her there. I wasn't. She was terrified. The woman had taken a rat out of a trap and cooked it there in her room and was trying to feed it to this girl. <clears throat> no, I wasn't going to stand for that. So here she is, and if you feel there's any punishment you need to dole out, um, I will take it. I will take this <clears throat> on me, but I wasn't going to leave her, and that's that. And Tim just is watching her this whole time as she's giving her whole little speech and just. Hey, that's some Black 47 potato famine bullshit. Just nods calmly. <clears throat> I can't you... say that I wouldn't have done the same. But Even I'm glad you understand have... the problem. Uh, and Grudek, what are you up to over in uh, Tentville? <laughs> um, I think he he does exactly what he said. He's going to go back to his area and get some of the uh, the pastries that he made first thing that morning and get them out and um, gather them up and and let her grab one for each hand and then he'll grab the uh, the rest of a, a little tray and say, "Okay, come on, let's go go meet the others. You ready?" She nods and she's stuffing pastry into her mouth as she nods, like she's in the process of cramming the food into her mouth with ravenous uh, eagerness. She, she sort of watch, watches that for a little bit. He says, okay, <clears throat> later today we have soup, but right now you've had a rough day. You have, you have as many as you want for now. Um, and uh, he doesn't mean that, <laughs> but that's what he's saying. Um, and then we'll go over towards uh, towards the cabin where the the other kids are. Uh, just okay. Just faintly over the over the link as Shadow is relaying all of this. Uh, uh, C just kind of says, "We combat the worm wherever it dwells and wherever and whenever it breeds. And here we seek to combat it before it breeds in the heart of a small child." Um, question for my because uh, because I the player don't know but Shadow might. Um. How likely would it be that this child is a Trojan horse? Um, as far as what you guys would know, um, 
we're operating on the assumption that she is the sister of a black spiral dancer, which means she's at the very least kinfolk, probably not probability wise speaking, probably not guru. She's yeah. probably just a regular kinfolk kid. Um, but there's no way to know how much she knows or what her intentions might be. She's eight years old. Um, or that's what she has said anyway. Um, um, and that's pretty much all you know. So I guess I guess the, 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 the clarification there would be a what on what I know about spirits, and I'd be willing to ask this if I don't have an answer. Oh. Um, because the owl spirits that we talk to, it seems that you, you have to have somebody that has been in the cairn to adequately navigate here through the Umbra. Um, how easy would it be to navigate here through the Umbra without the spirits letting you, but with somebody whom you have a blood relation to or some sort of spiritual connection to physically in the camp? Um, someone, if you were with someone in the Umbra who knew the way, they could lead you through mm -hmm. the Umbra. Um, but this girl has not yet seen the way through the Umbra. She has only yeah. seen the way on the physical plane, which is completely different. Okay. So, so, so I, as far as I know, she can't be used as a homing beacon. Basically. Yeah, even if she could, even if she could go to the Umbra, which uh, Aaron, I think you're muted. Did you have a question or? No. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, even if she could go to the Umbra, which most kinfolk cannot. Um, she still wouldn't know the way, even though she's seen it on this side, okay. if that makes sense. Okay, yeah. uh, sort of follow-up related question. Um, if she was not in the Umbra, but on the physical plane, here in the Cairn, she couldn't, like, act as a beacon. Oh, um, yeah. Like, the GPS, she couldn't act as a GPS destination marker. Or a lighthouse um, or something. Not that you're aware of. No. Okay. That, that was... that's, that's not a thing that people do all the time type of thing nope. that I'm missing. Okay, nope. cool. Nope. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's kind of what I was trying to get at, too, because I was just trying yeah. to... Because, like, okay. Shadow is currently determining how big of a threat the girl is right now. Well, uh, so. And he can also take into account that Tim, who probably would know more of the types of things that could be threats, uh, is obviously unnerved, but not completely freaking out not that you've ever seen him completely freak out but yeah. while he seems faintly disapproving he's not like threatening to kick that, silver glare out of the cairn or yeah, anything that, and he, he also admitted that he would probably would have done the same thing in that same situation and, and, that, and that's true but we've all we've already been established that we don't know who we can trust so. yeah exactly like, <laughs> anybody could be fucking so, yeah. so yeah in that case in that case i'll just remain sort of uh, uh uh silent and watching unless interacted and relaying anything they say back okay um, um, <clears throat> so, um, Grudek, uh, let's see, you, oh, so you, you've taken Emma to, uh, like, Bridge Runner's area where the, he has the kids sleeping. Siobhan and her brother Oshin are, um, Siobhan is about Emma's age, and, uh, they are playing some kind of very complicated game with sticks and rocks that has rules that they clearly understand um, but they see you know new kid and they stop and they just kind of look at her like huh uh, Grudek will sort of wave to them with his I, I guess probably the hand that he's sort of 
I, probably not because she seems a little skittish. Just sort of, sort of hover hand guiding her in this direction if she starts to go off. Uh, he'll raise that and wave at them and say, Good morning, Siobhan Oshin. Uh, how's Stick Rock going today? <laughs> Oshin's winning again. I swear he cheats. That's Who's okay. That? Oh, this, this is Emma. Uh, your mom brought her back. Your mom's fine. She's home. She's uh, she's talking, you know, one of those boring talks over in the auditorium. Uh, but she's back. Everything's okay. And she brought a new friend. Hi. And uh, yeah. Siobhan gets up and goes and puts her hand out, which Emma just, like, stares at. She's, like, not sure what to think about this. But um, Siobhan's like, hi, my name's Siobhan. Uh, I'm eight. How old are you? And Emma just stares at her and doesn't say anything and... Siobhan looks at Grudek like, what is her problem? Grudek says, um, uh, Emma, Emma doesn't talk a lot right now. You guys know how sometimes you don't feel like talking. Emma's just having a day like that. I um, always feel like talking. <laughs> I know, I know. You. That's why you and I, we get along so well, right? <laughs> um, but, uh, but sometimes people don't feel like talking so much. And Emma, she's having one of those days now. Um, okay, but it's okay. okay. Um, but okay. I brought snacks. You guys can have snacks. Um, and Emma, uh, I know you don't feel like talking, and that's okay. Uh, do you feel like listening? Maybe you can hear all about the very good game Stick Rock. Yeah, I'll, I'll teach you all the rules. It's fine, Papa Grudek. I can handle this, she says. Okay. Emma, is that okay? You want, I, can, I, I can hang out for a while. Um, I always forget how Stick Rock works. Maybe I hang out nearby. Emma just looks at him. And doesn't say anything, but there is a faintly pleading look to her expression, like, don't you dare leave. Okay. Um, Grudek will lean over, and I'll say very quietly, say, okay, do you want me to watch, do you want me to sit and watch like this, or do you want me to watch, like, Big White Puppy? Don't change. Okay, okay. I stay just like this. You have to look, but that's, that's your problem, because you have to look at this big, ugly face. And she actually smiles just like a little bit at that, but then stops as though she was caught doing something like very uncool and frowns again. Um, and, and Grudek will sort of lower his voice even more and, and wave in um, Siobhan and O'Shawn and say, okay, you guys, I tell you what, you, you, you be patient with me while I learn this game. Um, and the next time you can't tell Bridge Runner, the next time I go into town, I bring you back some soda pop. Okay. Okay, um, and uh, is it, I assume Bridge Runner isn't around. No, he's he's not currently visible. He he may be off in the city doing business or something, but uh, he's not around. Is his is his folding chair around? Yeah. Okay. Um, and Grudek will sort of plop himself down there, bring it over maybe a little closer to the kids, and sort of settle okay. himself down, um, and watch the kids, but also sort of keep an eye out uh, and keep his ears open to see if anyone else is approaching. Okay, so um, how are you guys in the car doing? Are you discussing anything, making any plans, or are you mostly just listening in? Um, after that sort of comment in response to C's thing, this will be pretty quiet unless... Yeah, Tig's feeling pretty good about sort of the, the base planning they'd done for meeting Thistle's family so he's he's <laughs> definitely lasered in on what he's picking Planning. up from it's a it's a it's a loose term with a, with, a, with, a, 
espionage to protect the magic werewolf society. That's true. Um, okay. See, Coming to theaters like this summer, werewolf Fuckery. spies. Fuckery. <laughs> we came up with in order to uh, to deal with Thistle's parents. Uh, All right. C is visually very focused on the road, um, on where on where he's going, but mm-hmm. internally, um, he's very much halfway listening to the conversation and halfway trying to figure out um, potentially what the signal would be if if the the black spirals get tipped off to the fact that the girl is missing. What the next act from mother and the and the brother would be, and where that next um, from. I, I, I do have something that I want to say to uh, Silver Glare and Tim. Yeah. Uh, after, yeah. So after after a minute of thinking, Tim seems cool with you yeah. hanging out there too. So. So so to to the two of them. Does this not pose a threat to the sept if the girl's parents and siblings and other kin were to notice her gone and decide to hunt her down? Would it not lead her here? Or lead them here? Tim considers this for a moment. He always seems to take just like a minute to think before he says anything. And you can't tell if it's because he's, you know, cautious or if he's just not that bright. <laughs> I, I assume he him. does the thing that Shadow does. Uh, Shadow assumes he does the same thing that he does, which is gather thoughts first, then speak using yeah. the least amount of effort. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he seems to consider this for a moment, and then he turns to Silver Glare and he says, What are the chances you think you were seen? And Silver Glare says, Well, I didn't even go in the building until after the mother had already left. I was watching from across the street. Um... The mother had no reason to know me or recognize me as anyone in connection with any of this. She's never seen me before. Um, I waited until she got in her van, the same van, by the way, that rusty yellow van, and drove away. And then I went into the building to look for the girl. So um, unless the, well, I want to say homeless woman, but she did sort of have a home. She was living in that building, squatting there anyway. Um, uh, other than that woman, there was no one who saw me with the girl. And I don't get the idea that she was friends with the girl's mom. Mm. Shadow, ask if this woman who was feeding the rat was talking about the end of the world. You remember the one that needed the carbs? Uh, back through the telepathic link in a moment. But... For the child to go missing mere days after their home was intruded upon by agents of the Sept, I doubt it would take much brilliance for the Black Spirals to connect those dots. The girl had already run away. Um, When I went into the building, um, she apparently was hiding from her mom. She saw that her mom had come back into the building. This was all I was able to get out of her. She she wouldn't speak much, but she did say that when she heard her mom coming, that she hid from her. Mm-hmm. So she was already not planning on going back with her. So um, the girl was already not to be found before I ever even took her. The mother went in, uh, and that was why she left so quick, is that she saw that the girl was gone. 
but she was just hiding down the hall. Her mother didn't look that hard, apparently. Hey, Grudak? Speaking of eight-year-olds, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, Drizzle. Does anyone at the SEP sign um, sign language? Um, I don't know as a player. I think Grudek would probably know. He's been here, I think, the longest of everybody except for Shadow, right? So this all perceives Grudek as the one who has socialized with the Sept. Whether or not that is accurate is no, not. No, that's probably fair. I, I should have been more yeah. direct. I was actually asking Michelle oh, if... if, if <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I just, I don't know as a player, but... No, not not at this particular Sept. There aren't any um, who sign. Uh, no, officially, I don't think there is anyone who does. <sighs> I have a thought, but uh, other priorities... I guess. No, sure. I mean, unless unless you all are are finished with your drive. I mean, I'm I'm here. Shadow is listening. Um, I'm here with the children, keeping an eye. Please share well, your thoughts. We're only out if, by a few minutes. We've got over an hour. That's fair. If she's having trouble talking, obviously, first probably to wait for her to adjust a bit. But if she doesn't want to talk with words he might be comfortable more comfortable with another format um writing sign stuff like that that's a very good idea i i um i don't know sign myself uh mm -hmm. but uh I, I i do know that the kids have uh uh how you say sketch pads uh and uh yeah. crayola you know uh <laughs> I'll bring some picture books that might be useful for that too. Um, Great, that's that's very good. Um, when we're not finished... letting this become a terror situation. No, it's very good. Uh, when 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 uh, when they're finished with their game of stick rock, don't ask. Um, I, I I'll, I'll maybe see if they want to draw. See what uh, what Emma can draw. Yeah. And then back to Silver Glare. This old woman that you found her with. Out of curiosity, was she speaking of the end of days? <laughs> no, and she wasn't that old either. Um, she probably mm. wasn't any older than I am. Mm. Good to know. Sh Shadow, tell her she, she, that, that means very young. <laughs> Smooth just, talker. Just say it, just say it, Shadow. How smart is Shadow about this? <laughs> You How just get back. With Shadow with this. You just get back confusion. <laughs> you see, don't worry about it. Just say it. Trust me. <laughs> so in the in in the amphitheater, as if reading from a prompter, <laughs> then that must mean very young. <laughs> oh, you, aren't you charming? You get How you charming. Get through... This one is Tim. Through the mental link, you get just a just an image of a hand going like. <laughs> More confusion back. <laughs> In the car, there is some level of laughing. <laughs> I am still concerned. Well, I am too, says Tim. Now, I don't think she should stay here. Um... But I do agree that it does seem cruel to just leave her in an abandoned building. Um, 
I was going to go to the city later today to speak with my daughter, who's uh, in the police force. Um, and maybe she can, maybe I can ask her, you know, what could be done with the girl to, to help her. Um, stray. But uh, mostly I'm going to check out where that van has been, uh, see if she can get people on the van and, and track it. Um, I, I've got a question for the group of us out of game was child protective services something we talked about out of game or in game I feel uh, like that was in game yeah, it was in game so since Shadow will go I believe there are services for the protection of no. children no <laughs> that my experience with them says, says Tim Suggest to me that uh, we should be careful and not just dump her on their mercy because random foster care situation may mm -hmm. add another spark to this powder keg mm -hmm. that we may not want. And uh, through the psychic link, there's sort of a identical impression coming from Thistle. Through, back through um, the psychic link, you all get I sense there's more than just the protection of children involved with these services. <laughs> <laughs> just more. because that's their title doesn't mean they're good at their job. Yes. <laughs> the, 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 the purpose of the organization is to protect children. Not everyone within it is as good as, as everyone else within it. And, and there, there are some who work there who are very dedicated to to what they do and simply don't have enough time or or resources to do it. But I've also heard of of cities where the worm has its tendrils throughout all government agencies, including this, and they use it as a way to to find young girl. Back through the mental link, then we should hunt them down. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow's answer to everything. <laughs> Shadow, uh, if if one tree in the forest has an infection, do you burn down the forest? No, you remove then, the tree. Exactly. So, yes, if we find out if there are for certain people in the city who work there, who do this, I will be right there with you. Right behind you, slightly to the left and back, but right there with you. <laughs> but we need to find out who those people are first. Can't barge in. Like I say, many of them are still, remember metaphor? The same thing. Many of them are good, strong trees doing just what they should do, serving the purpose of the wild. So while, uh, while Grudek is explaining all this, Tim is very gently explaining to Silver Glare that while he understands why she did what she did, that this is the kind of thing that she might generally want to tell him about first <laughs> before just hauling off and doing. To which she rather acerbically replies that, you know, if there were cell phone service in the step, she would happily have flewed him in first. But her choices were to leave the child there with a woman trying to feed her a rat or to come back with her and so they you know there's a little bit of bristling a little bit of posturing between the two of them but you can tell that they mostly get along and it's just a little bit of jockeying for um 
dominance and she submits and apologizes and they move forward from there. Their hearts are in the right place on this particular matter. Yes. Fissel, this reminds me. Can you tell Turtle thank you again next time you talk to it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, this makes everything so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tim uh, concludes by saying, well, I guess I should get to the city sooner rather than later, given our new development. <laughs> Um, my daughter wasn't expecting me till this afternoon, but I'm going to go ahead and head down there. And um, I will let you all know what I find out about the van, what I find out about any options of what to do with this poor kid. Um, but I'm, I may not be back until um, this evening. Tim was informed about the Black Spiral Dancers, right? Yeah, everybody knows. Right, that. I just wanted well, to know if I needed to reinforce that or not. Okay. I think he was one of the people that was there for Gridek's story, right? Yeah, everyone was there for uh, That's right. He, he I was there when everybody was I thought Tim was also there for all of our reports. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh -huh. He was there for the official Elder reports and also for this. Everyone was there for the story Gridek told. And then Tim also, Tim also got each of your versions as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot did. he was there for the briefing. Yeah. Tea Tree and March Lion were both there for everyone's version. I, I was then... I was more more referring to the under the beneath the building black spirals, oh, which um, I think we told him to, or at least he was there yeah. and we were telling others. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The elders. Yeah, because that was in the report that was given to the elders. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And that'd be Tim Tea Tree and March Lion. Got it. So they're it. all caught up. And, you know, like, uh, the Guardians and some of the lower-ranking Sept members may not know the full details yet, but they'll be told as, as needed by the Elders, probably. Uh, right. And Grudek, slightly unrelated question, but I just remembered. Um, if we're going to be sharing the signs there with the Bonars as well, would they need printed copies, or would digital work? Um, I... I'm going to ask Michelle again out of character. I, I assume digital would be fine, but some printed copies probably wouldn't go yeah. miss. For, um, for Bongos, he's got a cell phone, you know, he's cool. But then some of the uh, members of um, the Golden Gate Sept are actually homeless people who do not have working electronics and uh, would probably appreciate paper copies as well. Okay. A little bit of both, if you could. Um, we can those those who have devices can certainly share if you drop it off with Bungo at Borderlands. But uh, the others, um, maybe you bring some printed copies. We could put up uh, and uh, give to him. Um, as he'll far get as them digital out copies, I'm assuming you know who to send those off to, and you have what I have. Um, I'll make sure some prints get made for them as well. Um, Gridex says, well, I mean, unless I'm using someone's computer, I don't have, uh, have, have access. So probably if you could, uh, if you could make extra stop at Borderlands, uh, and, uh, oh, just, yeah, just sure. ask Bongo to, uh, he, he, does, he'll do it. No problem. Does Borderlands have the ability to print? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, then we, yes. Yeah. Then we could kill two birds with one stone there. We could get the prints that we right. need done and get the information to Bongo's. Mm -hmm. Who is Bongos? Uh, he's uh, uh, is he the sept leader? Am mm -hmm. I remembering that right? 
Yeah, for you know, a given for, definition of sep, there's like yeah. six of them or something. Yeah, uh, he's he's a sep leader for Golden Gate Sept, uh, for Bonor Sept Shadow, mm. in City. And he runs. This... Yeah, I just didn't want to uh, barge in where we're not welcome, um, so I wanted to check with you first. Oh uh, no, no, no! Just tell him, uh, tell him, Grudek sent you. He probably have. Uh, some wonderful words about me, but um, you let him know uh, uh, next time. Next time I stop over um, to to Billy Wilkes, I get him some of that uh, uh, th that uh, coffee he likes so much last time. Okay. We can pass that along. So. So, are you guys going to um, stop by the bookstore before you go into the suburbs? Or are I you going to assume we're going to the suburbs first? Yeah, that was my assumption as well. Yeah, that's, that's a little season, more time sensitive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Actually, if you want, how long do you how long do you expect this conversation is going to take? I can drop you off, go to Borderlands, get what I need done there, and come back. Depends on how long Thistle wants me to make it last. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can I have us in and out of there in forty-five seconds need. flat. Um, or we can just run into the building, make a scene, run out. There is once again the mental projection of Grudek, like, "Oh, you." <laughs> uh, this is this this is your this is your personal matter. It's your field. It's up to you how long you want to make it go. In battlefield tactics, shock and awe tends to work well. This is not a battlefield, Shadow, but I appreciate that sentiment. Love is a battlefield, though. <laughs> Fischl, Fischl, do you think love can bloom on the battlefield? I don't see how that's relevant, but I assume that's how more Guru get made. <laughs> You're going to make Stormheart break out of the cage. <laughs> Hmm. All right. So, um, little Emma is in pretty much a holding pattern for a while. She could easily spend, you know, uh, the next hour or two just sitting there silently watching the other kids play. Um, Tim is in the process of leaving the Karen himself to go to the city. Um, so unless there's anything else that you guys want to take care of before they arrive at um, Thistle's place. I will look at Silver Glare. I'm glad you returned safely. Well, thank you. And then I will go find Rips and see about getting my hands on a weapon, and then that's all I'm doing. Okay. All right. Um... <clears throat> and I'm just going to ha keep hanging out, um, keeping an eye on the kids and seeing if anyone comes up and expresses, uh, you know, any interest in, in the new arrival. Okay. Um, the, uh, the only other kids at the Sept are, um, Alma's kids, uh, the tail singer, Alma Sonyodora. She has a, like a four-year-old boy and a toddler, but they're usually mostly with her. So they're not super interested in new girl who's older than them anyway. Um, so mostly just Siobhan and Oshin hang out with Emma and try to pretend that she's not super creepy. Um, and then what kind of weapon in particular are you going to be asking Rips about? I just want to see if he has like a hammer or something that I could use in my Hamid form. Like I just, uh, okay. I'm borrowing C's blade, but I would like something of my own. 
All right. Um, so he he um, he rummages around in the uh, <laughs> their arsenal or what have you, uh, and he just yeah yeah he just comes out with just like a big old hammer. It's seen better days, but it'll serve its purpose. You know, he's like, "Don't make me sorry I gave you this." All right. <laughs> we'll take it. Heft it. This will work well. Thank you, Rips. All right. And um, uh, and then I guess he can be giving you like you know a few pointers and proper usage of it while uh, yeah the I'll, I'll just be training suburban <clears throat> confrontation is going on. <laughs> uh, he's got not much better to do at the moment than train a newbie, so he'll be doing that. <clears throat> um, all right, so um, unless you have uh, do you have like a a strong visual on what Thistle's house is like growing up. Go for it. So just kind of like your standard kind of California suburban, you know, boxy stucco thing, like a, um, you know, about the color of banana pudding kind of stucco with a red tile roof on it. Wide driveway leading up to a white garage door, um, you know, nicely tended yard. I've seen shite like this on television. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's, even, there's like a palm tree, you know, and stuff. The American well. dream. <laughs> All right, this is this is uh your call. Do you want me to head to Borderlands now, or wait for you to get done with this? Uh, I'll be honest. I'm a little worried if Borderlands kicks up something big that we have to deal with right away. We should have as many people as are able to be there. Also, right. if Tig does something especially Tigish. You might need to leave quickly. <laughs> and I say that with love. I know Tyg, the local know. bus routes. Uh, if that's, I'm shocked, hurt, and offended. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> it's called sarcasm, there, Shadow. You'd get the hang of it eventually. All right. So if, that, if that's. If that's what you want, I'll wait here. All right. Just circle around halfway on the block so it doesn't look like the car is... Or just stay out here either way. Are we going for uh, over-intensive art artistically disreputable or uh, aloof and detached artistically disreputable? Hmm? Whichever works for you. Dealer's choice, then. I can appreciate that. All right, let's do are this. You, are you are you are you familiar with hipsters, Tag? We call them shite heads where I'm come from. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you can pull one off. I want. Oh, I can be a right bloody wanker. <laughs> I want I want to hear I want to hear your best performance. <laughs> all right. Well, if we've arrived, um, this will take Tag probably by the hand or the waist and start heading out of the car. <laughs> All right. You know, when Tag will just drape an arm around their shoulders yeah. and swan right up to the front door. See, we'll, see will do a drive around the block as soon as they're gone. <laughs> um, so Thistle unlocks and goes in? Yep. Alright. Um, Amelia is... Uh, actually in the kitchen uh, in the middle of making 
something or other. Uh, I'm home. Oh, oh thank no. God. Frank, this is home. And you hear sort of like a, a pissed off grunt from the general direction of where, you know, your dad's like workshop is where he works on his little, you know, handyman projects and he does not emerge. <laughs> Hi, Frank. Uh, this is Tiger Blood. He's my new one. <laughs> oh, pleasure to meet you. You must be the mother I've heard so much about. Oh, um... It's a rather bourgeois setup you've got for yourself here. I'm quite impressed by the amount of uh, material decadence you've managed to set up for yourselves. <laughs> Amelia so just good. looks like yeah. deer in headlights this and, like, will, dusts like, off her hands. Give Tyga a quick kiss on the cheek. Make yourself at home. I'll be... I just need to grab a few things from my room. I'll be right away. Right out. Uh, uh, so before you disappear again like halfway up the stairs <laughs> where is where, where exactly is amelia sitting in the kitchen right now she's standing she's like um she was doing some food prep on the counter um and so she's uh standing like just kind of in the middle of the kitchen tag just sort of points at the nearest cabinet do you mind and goes looking for food <laughs> yes thank you yes. oh um Right, uh, help yourself. There's there's more um, there's snacks and things in that one over there. The the tall one, you know, uh, chips. I will I will be like tag the liquor cabinets. The third one down. The keys in the thing above it. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. Are you thinking dark or light for this morning? Dealer's choice. Tag, tag if they if they have any good coffee, get it. Uh, <laughs> Amelia, just, uh, Amelia looks like. She's, you know, about what to do you want, things. mom? Can we just just talk for just a few minutes? I, I'm sure that you have things that you need to do, but we haven't really talked since all this mess with your biological father. And um, there's some things that I want to go over with you while you're here, since heaven knows when he'll be back. <laughs> So, um, so wait, Amelia sit? has left the room with Thistle now? Um, is is attempting to lure Thistle into, like, the dining room off the kitchen. Okay. Like, to right. sit. And Thistle will rope Tyga back in, like, and sort of drapes herself around him. Anything you want to say to me, you can say in front of my boyfriend. Okay. Um, well, first of all, I'm, it's very nice to meet you. Um... Oh, thank you so much for your hospitality. It's delightful to sometimes be invited into a place like this so you can get a real idea of what life's like on the inside. Ah, um, yes. Well, um, as I said, um, you know, make yourself at home. And, uh, and I will. And he disentangles himself from Thistle and goes and finds a liquor bottle, <laughs> the most empty one he can find, actually. Okay. Um, well, if, if, if it's all right to talk about this stuff in front of him, then, then I will. Um, Thistle, I, I know that you're a very smart and independent person, and I think that's important in this world to have those qualities. Um, but I'm, I'm just a little bit worried because, you know, the past few months, uh, things have been a little bit different. And the thing 
the thing about your biological father that I didn't mention when you first asked about him. Sound of shattering glass from the other room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, are, are you all right in there? I'll find uh, a broom or something and clean it up. Oh, uh, the, 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 the I could make a mosaic is... out of these bits, actually. Do you, have a wee, is... uh, do you have a wee canvas bag or something I can uh, I can put this in? Something uh, not too not too overly synthetic? Uh, well, yeah, I got back... some in my room. I... I'll run one... up and tell me. Which one is it? <laughs> this little third door on the right. Uh... Bada, 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 up the stairs. Mm. <laughs> um, <clears throat> right, so... Um, your biological father, Tim, um, did you get a chance to meet him ever? Yeah. Okay. Got a problem with that? No, Is no. Biology is important, except for when I say it isn't? No. Um, I just wanted to warn you that w Tim, he never hurt me in any way. He was uh, very kind, very considerate, but there was something about him that just wasn't quite right. That was why we broke things off. Um, he, well, he frightened well, me. It's called drugs. It's called drugs. The I've drugs noticed. actually calmed him down, I think. But there is something... <sighs> there are more than one drug. And... Right. Sure, so I'm, I'm just sure. worried that I'm I'm worried that he might hurt you. He never hurt me, but there is something about him. You know, he's a he's a very tall, strong man, and there's something about him that I always sensed, as though there were potential for violence in him. And as I said, he never hurt me, but I saw him get very angry uh, once at another man, who who Sound yelled of something toilet at the flushing directly from the direction of the master bedroom. And and there was an incident with this man, and, and he did hurt him fairly badly, and that was why we broke oh, up. Oh, no. A masculine-presenting person who has a significant physical height and, and potentially an emotional spectrum. How? Oh, mu we must stop people from having that sort of presentation. Well, it wasn't just presentation. He beat the tar out of him. So uh, I just yeah that doesn't bother me but okay right. yeah just sure. I just don't want him to hurt you all right so I just be careful I'm beating the tar out of people apparently Tim did I oh. I need to get the full story from I'll you I'll have at to meet him point, at some point then but I actually no he sounds like exactly work. the sort of people that I ran with back in the old country right well I don't want you to get in trouble with work um but just I I, I just wanted to let you know about that in case um you know I, I just don't want I you to didn't know do well, you really right. think i'm that unable to pick up on gendered signaling <sighs> well as i said you're very smart but you didn't have the background with him that i did so i thought i would share what i knew and um i guess i'll leave it up to you um, and it's only because I'm concerned about you. That's all. Either I just you're entitled you to me because of your biology. And that's the other thing, Fissel. I feel the same thing with you lately that I felt with him. I feel that there's just so much anger in you, and I don't know why. I don't know what I've done. And, and it's just since you first started asking me about him. And 
I can't help but connect those two things and worry that he might be influenced. Hey, hey, give me a second. Tiger's blood, seriously, just make yourself at home. Mom's great or something. Um, And Thistle will head up to their room. <sighs> Tig has by, by this point continues making whatever she was cooking on the counter. Tig has by this point collected up all the glass, stashed it away in whatever he was able to find. There was no alcohol spilled on the floor. He drank okay. all of it before he ob- intentionally dropped the bottle on the tile. Um, and he'll just sort of pause, and he will turn on his best charm for Amelia as much as possible. Uh-oh. You have a lovely home, and I cannot wait to spend more time with y'all. Do you think she's all right? Have you met Sir Father Tim? I've heard a bit about him. He seems a gentle enough chap, and right. he's got access to some real prime stash. It's beautiful shite. <laughs> and the turn and walk out of the room upstairs and follow this. I feel like I'm gonna have to end up explaining this to my half sister at some point. <laughs> um, yeah, this will probably be heading back down at that point. Um, and Amelia is just resignedly continuing to make her whatever yeah, she was. I'm really not sure why you kept needling me about coming here. Whatever, uh, like sort of too. T- tag and then um flat down in the middle of the counter not on any of the food but like directly in the center of the counter as much as i can manage there's about five different plant pamphlets on testosterone on <laughs> estrogen and the effects of transition <laughs> next time you're telling me oh your behavior is erratic oh you, you shouldn't be this way. Oh, I'm uncomfortable oh, with how you are. Are you sure you're okay? You seem angry. Think a bit first about what you are well aware of in the institutional and systemic systems that you are employing for your benefit. All right. Especially if you want me to come back and talk to you more about how how my birth father is unreasonable and dangerous and I shouldn't be around him and I'm too angry because I'm around him. All right. Well, you're a perfect specimen of humanity and I wouldn't have you any other way, darling. And he yeah. plants a big fat kiss on the side of Zernick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This will go back to draping around Tig. <laughs> As long as you're safe and you're happy, I'll just um, um, wait until you're ready to talk, I guess. You know, for a great number of people in modern society, happiness and safety are sort of two ends of the opposite spectrum. And he gives her as roguish a wink as he can manage. (laughs) And not everyone has the same paradigm of safety and comfort. All right. I happen to like the trees. (laughs) <laughs> and we'll yank Tig on out. <laughs> sees, sees and he will outside. happily be yanked. Yep. <laughs> sees waiting outside and he just 
you know, for only hearing about three quarters of that conversation, I almost feel bad for her, but at the same <laughs> time, that was brilliant. <laughs> Tiger reaches uh, inside his, uh, yeah. the, the room, whatever uh, shirt, uh, jacket combo he's wearing and just pulls out a rather sizable bottle of liquor and just hands it to see. <laughs> and I, um, I don't Thistle's phone buzzes once, and there's just one little text from Amelia saying, I still love you with a little <laughs> heart emoji. <laughs> and over the telepathic link, that I don't know good. what you were talking about. That was exactly shock in all tactics. <laughs> yeah, as much of this as possible was totally transmitted over the psychic link. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> talking out both sides of my brain. Yeah, pretty much pretty much whoever isn't doing the talking can be like easily focusing yeah. on transmitting what's being said. So, you all got to enjoy that little shock and awe stratagem. All right, let's go to Borderlands, um, shall we? Next time we'll have to fuck up your da. Frank, I'm trying to avoid the words dad and mom outside of the context of specifically speaking to my mother, because now that I have four, one of whom I'm not really sure the gender of, I feel like the terms become very confusing. <laughs> Frank it is. <laughs> yep. And Frank historically is like one of those guys who's just like, you know what, I'm just going to be back here with my tools and I don't even want to know, you know. I am George Washing <laughs> done with this shit. <laughs> Plausible deniability. If I don't exactly. see it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They'll let me know that if somebody's bleeding to death. Frank otherwise. Over shop and he could go to bat for us, whichever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, John. Oh, no, I wasn't saying anything. I'm just filling with my hands. Okay. So Borderlands is up next? Yes. Indeed. Okay. Um, so, unfortunately, uh, Bongos does not appear to be on shift today, or at least no one that matches the description that Grudek has given you is there. It's just like regular bookstore employees. Uh, we're aware that he's the owner, though, right? Um, so I kind of like ask whoever seems to be in the most managerial position. Um, uh, would the owner happen to be in today, or would you happen to know where he's at? Oh, um, there's a middle-aged woman working at the um, the the main desk, and she comes out from behind it and says, "Oh, um, actually, he's he's got the day off today, but is there something I can do for you?" Uh, yeah, um, one of his friends. What was what was Grudek's uh, Hamid name? Uh, uh, it's it's Yurik Yankevich. Uh, yes, um, one of uh, his uh, personal friends, uh, Yurik Yankovich, uh, had a message that he wanted to get to him, but we were oh. trying to see if we could pass it along. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I I know Yurik. Yeah, what's uh, what can we do for you? Can uh, Yurik is who 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 does this person look like? I, I assume we can't transmit images, or can we? Yeah, yeah, you can. Okay. I, do I recognize her then? Yeah, yeah, you know her. She's just uh, one of the employees. She's not hip to guru stuff, but she's very friendly with you. Um, her name's Linda. She's you know, short, dark hair. You recognize her immediately because you've talked to her quite a bit. 
Okay. He has talked to everybody quite a bit. Yeah, that's that's very fair. All right. Uh, and then Grudek sends. Uh, she's she's probably to be trusted, but uh, but but doesn't know anything about the kinfolk or guru. So, um, you can ask her, but maybe don't leave information with her. Yeah. Uh, this was kind of a a matter that Yurek wanted to be between the two of them. So just um. If you know where he tends to hang out, or if you know when he'll be back in, we can drop by again. Um, I don't know, but I can leave him a message that Yurik um, was looking for him, and um, that one would also, probably be best. Yeah, and um, and if you, um, you know, in the meantime, if you need anything here that I can help you with, uh, it's, actually, uh, we do need to do some printing uh, if we could. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I'm sure he would be fine with uh, friends of Yurik's using the back office. I'll just unlock it for you. I um, appreciate that. <coughs> so uh, she goes back and uh, un unlocks the back office, and it's just got your basic, you know, mm -hmm. desktop yeah. computer, printer, fax machine, office stuff. It's kind of cluttered this and will, small. Um, assuming that we'll be coming back here, or Yurik will be coming back here uh, for... When we are getting copies for Bonars, um, this will just print out like three or four copies of the images uh, for okay. for our sept at this time. Okay. Uh, and uh, Linda doesn't seem particularly bothered by the fact that she doesn't know you guys. Like your ex name seems to be like kind of all she needs to hear, and she just goes back about her business at the desk while you print your things. Mm -hmm. Um, while we're out here, I sort of send over the wave to Grudek. Um, do you happen to know, uh, Bongo's cell number? Grudek would I? know it, yeah. Yeah, um, yes, it's... Rattle well, off uh, a number. I just punch the number into my cell phone and just send a copy of the image with the text, um, from Grudek's pack. Watch out for these. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tag is just browsing. Hmm? And you get back a text that says, cool beans. <laughs> That's it. Yep. Says, See, I told you he loves coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, is and Linda coffee kinda... typically cool? No, the, the beans are, and then you then you... You know what? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Linda keeps one eye on you guys, but um, yeah. you're at least in the direction of the office. But she doesn't really interfere or anything. Just yeah, carries we, on. Just just make the quick copies, and then uh, yeah. on on the way out. Uh, thank you for that. Um, let him know whenever he gets back that Yurek was looking for him. Okay. Will do. I feel like okay. Ty. Involved her in conversation while those two were doing the printing, asking for like book recommendations, what she mm -hmm. likes, you know, uh, asking local writers, that sort of thing, you mm -hmm. know, play, playing up the Irish artist. <laughs> she does mention that the oh, yeah, super famous is still dressed like the oh, children. hell yeah, he is. Yeah, <laughs> she does mention that the uh, super famous urban fantasy author Michelle Baker is going to be making an appearance <laughs> at, at the store. Michelle Baker, I love her works. <laughs> Michelle Baker? Brudek, <laughs> you're getting very excited about something. I don't know why. 
Check oh, out she the newest book, books. Imposter Shut. Syndrome. <laughs> it came out on March 13th, 2018, which for by our anyone who is confused, Michelle has books. They're really good. <laughs> Buy them. I, I don't exactly know if these tour dates are dated or will be when you're viewing this. <laughs> yeah. I will have to learn how to read. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on <laughs> from my product <laughs> placement. Um, so are you guys going to uh, head back to the sept after that? Or oh, Actually, before before you leave, um, Thistle, while you're making copies, Gritik will say, uh, do you think you could make, make a, a few extra, maybe drop them off at Golden Gate Park? Uh, just just so um, just so the Nars there don't get into any trouble. Uh, I'd, I'd like to make sure they know uh, what the danger is. Yeah, we can absolutely do that. I sent a text to Bongos with the image. Um, where would we drop them? Um, you yeah, know, just um, tell, tell us how to deliver them and we'll do it. I mean, not um, to get too uh, on the nose about it, but is there like a special dumpster you guys uh, gravitate towards? Or, uh... um, <laughs> Craig, you'd, you'd probably know um, that uh, that big... Um, Gosh, what did we decide it was? It was some kind of cypress, right? Oh, the big yeah. cypress tree, yeah. Yeah, in the middle of the park is the center of their little weak, piddly little urban cairn, but that is the center of it, and so there's usually some actual bonars hanging out near it at any given time. Uh, Grudek has a slightly, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed tone to his voice as he says, Taig, don't use a dumpster. In the park, we use those in the city. In the park, we use cypress tree. You can't quite tell if he's kidding or not about the dumpsters in the city thing. Uh, you, get, right. you get a vibe from Tig of just the... Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. If Grudek tells us what to do, Thistle will print out a few extra copies. I found. It's a Monterey oh. cypress. There we go. Yeah, so yeah, we'll print out a few extra copies and we'll head to the park. I'll make okay. the drop if you like... <clears throat> Uh, yeah, that's a good, um, just, uh, just tell them, uh, um, just, just tell them it's from Lump. Tell them Grudek says hello. Bam, 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 bam. You don't know, don't say it like Shadow did. Eh? <laughs> oh, that was John. <laughs> that was John. Otherwise, Thistle would be really impressed with references from Shadow. <laughs> no, but, I, but, but I, I can completely picture Shadow going, Grudek says hello. And then as everyone winces, he's just like, <laughs> he did. <laughs> Should I tell them you guys said anything? I just uh, put actually an image of the tree into fast. Skype chat. Because uh, I couldn't figure else how else to get it to you, but it's in Skype chat. That is the tree. We're in Golden Gate Park. The oh, gigantic... I I know where you are talking about. Okay. Yeah. For, yep. for you at home, just imagine a cypress tree. Yep. yep. <laughs> when Jack and I were in San Francisco, I saw that and I was like, Karen. Landmark. <laughs> I'll put it up on Twitter. All right. So we uh we head to the Golden Gate Park with that extra with a few extra copies. All yep. right. So as we drive down the road, some sort of mentally picturing where it's at, uh, Tig will just be like, uh, Tig will just tap C on the shoulder a little bit. Oh uh, yeah, just uh, just pull over, pause a bit here, and I'll dash across. And uh, once you come around the corner, I'll jump back in. 
All right, I'll do a circle. And he'll just sort of do a, a quick tuck and roll out of the vehicle with the uh, That's the, one the way printouts. To <laughs> and just sort of dog lope his way up to the uh, up towards the cypress. Just just seeing who's going to approach him. There is a um wait, what form is he in? He's in uh Hamid, actually. Okay. Full Hamid okay. right now. Yeah. Okay. Um there is a rather impressive large shirtless dude uh with long locks and he's pushing a suitcase <laughs> uh and wearing Stained pants and nothing else. I'm um, assuming Grudek can identify for us the right people. Yeah, what, what is his name? Michelle, I think we talked about him. What is his name? Did we give him a name? I don't, I, I don't think you had named him yet. Okay. His name is Mash. <laughs> All right. We'll call him Mash. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, he's just like pushing this wheeled suitcase over the bumpy grassy ground it's very awkward but okay. um he seems very attached to it okay. and um that's that's mash uh, just uh before you get too close say hi uh tell him tell him uh, lump has a message to to keep uh to keep the nautter safe hi there Baya. yeah uh, got yeah, a message what? from uh, got a message from lump for you Ah, he kind of looks Tig up and down dubiously, but it's like, all right, what's going on? Tig just, Tig just gives him a grin. Well, uh, there's some unsavory elements in the city you've got here, and uh, given that you gents are a bit closer to, uh, shall we call it, ground zero than the rest of us are, I uh, figured we should uh, at least give you the heads up on what we were able to find. Uh, keep an eye out for these fuckers. Hmm? And he'll pass over the papers. Hmm? He 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 flips through the pictures, and when he sees the one with the the actual spiral on it, he just mm -hmm. goes, "Ah, oh, shit!" <laughs> All right. Oh, it took the words right out of my mouth. Hmm. Yep. All right. Thanks. First thing. I'll let the Any, others know. Uh, messages for our uh, mutual friend. Hmm. Uh no, we haven't had any trouble here yet. But, um, we'll let you know. Fair enough. Give us a shout. And he just you... walks off, just letting out a stream of curses as he goes. Not like I like your friends. <laughs> like him very much. Well, a few it... people kind of make a wide berth as he walks by, cursing <laughs> his gigantic, muscular, shirtless form. This They're is like, why Ooh. we do or don't let the ragabash deliver bad news. <laughs> um, Grudek sends back, well, we can't all have uh, giant rock circles hiding a sept away in the middle of a giant park, so we do what we can. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, what we I'm just picturing techno-viking pushing a broken-down briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> It's, point of, it's point a of order. pretty alarming sight. To point be of order is he as big as Shadow? No one is as big as Shadow. No, he's not even as big as Tim, really. But for the average park goer, he's reasonably intimidating. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Tide all of just... the werewolves, aside from Thistle, are fairly large. <laughs> That's true. Any, and, and even actually Thistle, not. Mm -hmm. Even Thistle would be. Uh, 
strangely intimidating to them because they can still sense. Uh, yeah. Depending on how much rage you and currently Thistle, have, Thistle they can kind of. Thistle isn't tall or buff, but Thistle is a runner, so Z's yeah. pretty lean and athletic. He's yeah. imposing still. Yeah. Yes. So there's probably like they get a vague sense they probably don't want to fuck with or like, you know. Yeah. And C's, <laughs> C's not physically imposing, but his presence is very imposing. Yeah. yeah. It's that it's that werewolf weird magnetism repulsion yep. thing. Yeah. The thing that Thistle is trying to convince Zer mom is the side effects of estrogen. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so emotional. Yeah. And it's not because I'm a wolf, really. I swear. Nothing to do with being a monster, really. Um, but as the as the vehicle makes its pass back around, Tiger uh, jump back in. Can we get back to the cannon? I need to talk to Silverglare as soon as I can. Hmm. All right. Let's make our way yeah. back. I think we've got everything we needed to do done today. Yep. All right. Oh, uh, not hardly, lad. Mm. I so, think we've gotten all of the city errands for the moment done, though. That, yes. Mm. All right. Um, and you guys on your drive back, uh, take a moment to, um, you know, strategize and discuss. I actually have to step away for just like one second. I'll be right back. I can still hear you, but I got to mute and step away for a second. Okay. Mm. So I'm going to talk to some people when we get back to the cairn. Uh, don't know if it's best I do it alone. Who all do you reckon the rest of you might be able to interface with and try and see if we can figure out what's what? Uh, in regards to what in specific? I think I'm the only one who can talk to March Lion or any of the rest of my tribe about anything particularly important, so... That's the uh, thing. As well, I'm looking about here... Well, go ahead. Sorry, Thistle. Tim's out right now, but he's my dad, and I probably could also ask about my half-sister without raising any red flags. I, quite honestly, I am curious, absent what we're also talking about with um, potential dangers. Yeah, but half sister is she uh garu or is she uh just kinfolk? Apparently she's a kinfolk cop. According Well that's helpful. Okay. Having one yeah. of the guard on our side might not be a bad <clears throat> idea. You get Yeah, that's I think Tim's going to talk to her about the van and stuff. You, um, you get the image of smashed rocks as as Shadow is training with Rips by smashing rocks with a sledgehammer. I am actively next to Rips, if you would like me to ask him anything. There's a little sensation of cheerleading from Thistle. Go, go, Shadow, break the rocks. I don't know why you're doing that other there's than just training, like, but go. There, there's, there's, there's just like the, uh, the, the, the soundtrack in the background. Strong man struck me. <laughs> Strong. <laughs> Strong. <laughs> uh, no, what uh, the, the plan I'm working on here, like, uh, all right, so we've a divided camp back at the set where half the cairn <clears throat> comes primarily from one origin, half from another, and we know that there's at least one 
bad seed there in the mix. If we're going to get an idea of who that is, we're going to have to figure out exactly where the entire web goes. So it's not so much that I think you need to talk to anybody regarding specifics. You need to talk to them in generalities. Each individual person here in the SEPT is going to have their own agendas, their own pursuits and goals and motivations. Like, So we need to figure out who wants what, what their obstacles are, who their allies are, who their rivals are. What and We need to formulate a full picture, a, a, a wide-ranging survey of the entire set if we're going to be able to figure out who are who are most likely victims and are most likely exploited individuals and are most likely traitors are. I have an idea. Or I have someone that I could talk to. Um, the Caller of the Wild. Uh... Ah, we brush fire. Yeah. <clears throat> Obviously, her dad is a very capable theurge, but I'm, in terms of, I'm a pretty low-ranked person who could just help out with what she needs, and I get the sense the other theurges don't give her the respect for that position she probably deserves. That is because brush fire isn't our rule. Yeah, but... No, I, I definitely see where you're coming from. Um, giving Brushfire any assistance that they request would probably help get a bit of a view of whatever she's seen and what her perspective is on the rest of the Cairn. And on the and other side of the, the, the I get discussion. I spirit stuff. <laughs> on the other side of that, um, I think uh, I've probably pissed off uh, bridge runner less than the rest of you at this point. <laughs> so I'm happy to make contact with him when he returns. I can ask about the defenders of the cairn, the rips and silver glare. See what the general disposition of our warriors is. Like I said, I'm probably um, the only one who'll be able to get much out of most of the Uctana. I'll fill in the gaps then. Yeah, I had a... I had another thought, and... See, I know this is your area more than it is mine, but I just sort of have a bad feeling. Mm -hmm. oh, stop me if I'm doing something that's wrong, but we combat the worm wherever it dwells. Um, is anyone else a little worried that someone might take that a little too... Sorry, I'm not supposed to make judgment calls on this. A little literally when it comes to the young child of warm parentage who recently that's, arrived in the Sept. That's definitely a concern. Um, that's why I'm right here. Okay. Fortunately, we have Grudek watching over her. But yes, any particularly overzealous guru who failed to see that this individual is a place where we can stop the worm from breeding rather than a place where it has already set its teeth might be a danger to her. As mm -hmm. long as the Cairn Warden has given his consent, then she should be fine. How long that lasts, though, I cannot say. 
Yeah, I just wanted to bring it up. Felt like we were dancing around it, and this, again, this girl, I don't this, want this to become a Terra situation. This this girl is important. This is a, this is a chance to show that there is hope. If we can save one small child from the worm, then we can do so much more. At the same time, we must not take risks. If this girl is already of the worm, then it is a bomb waiting to explode. Don't use it. Hmm. Especially not for an eight-year-old child. There's just, there's, there's sort of heavy silence coming from Grudek's part of the link. All right, well, we'll see you all back there in about an hour then, I guess. Hmm. All right, so um, does anybody who's currently at the Sept, uh, did I re- I, I unmuted, okay, good. Mm -hmm. um, anybody who's currently back at the Sept, are you going to be doing anything while you wait for your pack mates yeah. to return? I'm gonna besides smashing things with hammers. Well, yeah, yeah. So we've established that I, I'm probably currently like in in the middle of a large pile of rubble that has been made in my training with the sledgehammer. Um, and Rips just seems to get a huge kick out of watching you learn how to swing yeah. that thing. He's so, just very pro violence. As so as as we're sitting here, um, you as we're as I'm training, I'm just gonna start talking uh, and asking. Uh, that's probably a new character. <clears throat> Rips. Mm. How was the morale of the defenders of the cairn? The sept seems uneasy as of late. Right. Well, black spirals will do that to you. Um. Well. Uh, the guardians. Um, that be. Honeybee and Four Eyes and uh, Cher and and them. They're, they not all of them have been informed yet about uh, the black spirals underneath the building in the city you were talking about. Um, so uh, Cher knows. I told her. She's, uh, you know, she's a ragabash, so she's not the toughest of the lot. Um, she's, uh, she's taking it all right, I guess. Um, um, as long as they show up when it's time to fight, I don't care how they feel about it, to be honest. Do you think they are ready for such a fight? Oh, yeah, they're... I yeah, notice... Like, um, I notice there are not many seasoned warriors amongst the Sept. Right, well... <laughs> um, ten years ago, the whole Sept got cleaned out pretty good. Um, you'd have to ask uh, Tim more about that, because he was here. I was. That's why we came. The London Eye Pack came, because they were down a few. Um, um, so yeah, we're uh, a lot of us on the young side, but, uh, mm -hmm. we had to build everything back up after that. But, um, the guardians we have now, there's five of them. They're all pretty well trained. Um, 
they're all just clear for like you except for the their alpha um colmio he's he's uh uh, a foster, but he's not going to be fostered out anytime soon. He's got to stay here with his pack, and uh, but yeah, he's uh, he's the most experienced of them. But um, and, and I don't know if we're getting Honeybee back after what what happened. She's still with her parents in the Silicon Valley, the Glasswalkers. <clears throat> but um, hopefully, she'll be back. I am... so she's, she's the Arun of the lot, so... I am concerned about our defenses in the event of an attack. <laughs> you and me both. Hmm. But we got you now. We'll do all right. <laughs> I am not yet where I need to be. Smash another rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep working then. We need you. No, it's good to get five... You know, fresh warriors, just in time for all this mess. Indeed. And I'll sort of relay all that information back to the rest of the group, basically saying, hey, our defense is not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> when, Shadow, when you go to, to talk to Guardians, um, maybe take Tig with you. Tig, um... We talked before a little bit about Cher, but again, I think she understands more than she lets on. Maybe you could uh, ragabush to ragabush a little bit there. I am. I could do that. I will accompany Tyke then. And Shadow, I think I think you talk just fine to the rest of them. Just, just Cher is is a. Uh, there's a lot more there. She is, um, I, I believe, uh, uh, Silverfang. And uh, to find Lone Silverfang here, no others around, maybe is perfectly fine, but also seems seems suspicious to me. Yeah, so I'll, I'll keep training then until the pack gets back, and then I'll hook up with Tig. Okay. Um, Grudek, you going to do anything else before they show back up? I think just just keep on keeping an eye on on the kids. So okay. I, I really, really do, I'm not comfortable letting her out of sight, especially if Bridge Runner isn't back. Mm. Understandable. And, and then I want to get an get an idea of what Bridge Runner's reaction is before I leave. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so um, the rest of the pack returns around. I'm thinking. Sometime between 1 and 2 p.m. Mm -hmm. Everybody gets back. Um, so, uh, again, you got to wait because now the park's pretty busy. So you got to <laughs> loiter around the boulder for a while before you can all, one at a time, hop back over. Uh, but then you're good to go and hook back up with. I will. Uh, Aaron, you're muted. Uh, Aaron, you're muted. Aaron, we can't hear you. Right. So Thistle's probably found like a bit of moss or a specific tree near the boulder that looks vaguely like it might be of scientific interest and is like pretending to be a researcher <laughs> of that thing. Yeah, I'm loading for a perfectly valid reason. Um, sees like right over her shoulder with his journal out pretending yeah. to write stuff. Zer shoulder. Right yeah. Zer. Yes, Zer shoulder. Happens. Uh, and uh, uh, 
pretending to write Tig- stuff in the journal. Tag is actually going to uh, wander up to Thistle there uh, for a minute. Uh, a question for you. Do you have a, a spare, uh, like a, a wee notebook or something? Uh, yep. like a pen and paper that I might be able to? Yep. Oh. Hand it. Brilliant. Thank you. It's it's just like a little square one. It seems like some sort of manga has been paper mache collaged onto the cover. Um, it is rather unlikely that Tag will recognize it. Tag has some no kind idea of... who any of the characters yeah. are. <laughs> 80s style mermaid um for those who might have some grounding in manga to make I, don't a guess. Have, I have no idea what that is yeah no starbucks you, i i am almost certain that with the this much exception of william none of you are getting that one I, i'm <laughs> more familiar with man- familiar i'm i'm more not. familiar with manga than william is so anyway it's the <sighs> specific Reference, not the oh, general. Okay. Got it. Right. Got yep. Mm-hmm. Tiger kind of clutch it in his eventually <clears throat> huge crinos paw and uh, jump back over. Um, oh. Hmm. Tag is dressed in non-bound clothes, so Tag is going to have to strip naked before he can get back over. <laughs> Seriously, I mean... don't worry about it too much. <laughs> I mean, you'll strip naked by transforming, but... <laughs> yeah, but then you also destroy the clothes, which is what he's trying to avoid. So, yeah. Naked tag. He will give everybody five seconds heads up, but he is not going to go, like, go hide behind a tree or anything, and then he just, <laughs> yeah, rips down rips down to the buff, <laughs> turns into Krynos, goes over the boulder. I'll be waiting there with uh, just holding a sledgehammer in my right hand and C's sword in my left. When they get down, I'll just hold the sword out towards C. He takes it back. Thank you. And then they'll just sort of heft the hammer. This is slightly more my wheelhouse. <laughs> I've not yet figured out what a wheelhouse is. It's part of a boat. It's good though, idioms. You're coming right along. <laughs> just uh, drop the hand back. Just, just holding it because I don't have, I don't really have anywhere to sling it right now. I'm gonna go find my wardrobe and uh, Shadow. I need to talk to one or two people, and then I'll come find you, and we'll go look up share. Yeah. Indeed. Um, I'll go over to wherever Grudek's sitting. You um, need someone to relieve you, or? Um, Grudek looks around and says, you want to sit for a while? Sure. Okay. Emma, Emma looks at Thistle with sort of wary interest, but um, doesn't say anything. Her wave. Grudek, uh, Grudek points at Thistle and says, remember, like Spider-Man, the superhero. I was uh, nice to her. I didn't do mm-hmm. anything incredibly creepy, and I didn't turn into a wolf. <laughs> no. She's uh, she's studying her, and then she says, like, she hasn't said anything for a while, so this is the first word she's spoken in a while. But she just says, are you one? This will well. Mm-hmm. But I'm also what I am now. I'm not just one of those. I'm just not just that. 
Am I one? I don't, don't think we'd know yet, but we don't think it's likely. Is that okay? I don't, I don't want to be. Well, then you aren't. Identity is what you make of it. She looks very relieved by that. <laughs> okay. C kind of meanders over. All right. Are they still playing stick rock? <laughs> yeah. They keep okay. trying to get Emma to play too, and she just keeps mm-hmm. shaking her head. I think, I think Grudick will hand, uh, hand thistle the, um, the drawing books and boxes of magic markers that he collected from the cabin. Mm-hmm. Say, maybe maybe once they finally get tired, you try to have them draw something. It was a good idea you had. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Siobhan says you wanna you wanna draw for a little while. If you don't want to play with us, we could draw. And uh, Emma still looks, you know, reluctant. But Siobhan just grabs some uh, crayons and some paper and just mm-hmm. starts going. She's very clearly just like assertive type a personality and it's just taking charge of the whole situation grudek crosses his arms and looks looks sort of um you know intentionally silly fake grumpy at siobhan says oh i see so every time i ask you don't want to draw but thistle comes and sure you draw for her (laughs) well Uh, game's getting kind of old anyway oshin keeps beating me somehow so so uh, they start drawing C kind of just takes a moment to lock eyes with with Emma and just like there there's no words just that 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 meeting of glances and he just kind of nods kind of understandingly and she looks a little uncomfortable but she kind of nods back um, and then uh, Grudek will say to her Emma you okay to 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 hang out here with Siobhan and and Ocean and Thistle for a little bit. I'll be back soon. I'll bring some more food, okay? Okay. She looks excited by the food prospect. Okay. <laughs> um, and Kurita uh, grins at her and then sort of uh, tips Siobhan and Ocean a, a, a cheerful wink. And then um, says, thanks, thanks Thistle. You, you need anything? Mm-hmm. Uh, you drink enough water while you're out? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Take a break. All right. I, could, I could actually use some water, actually, if you... Stop by some. Um, he immediately turns around and, and hands a cup that he had ready to go for the kids uh, to to see. <laughs> he just takes and starts slowly sipping. I'm always amazed when you just have this on hand. <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised. And uh, Emma does actually take a piece of paper and some crayons and just sort of stares thoughtfully at the paper holding... A crayon, like she's intending to maybe try to draw something, <laughs> okay. but hasn't quite made up her mind yet. So Tag would have shifted the lupus form, headed back towards his tent, keeping an eye out for either Hannah Bailey and or Estrella on the way. Okay. Um, Hannah and Estrella are actually hanging out together. They're um, working in one of the gardens. They're weeding um, one of the tomato plant areas okay Um, so they're both just kneeling down there you know ripping stuff up out of the ground and caring for the tomato plants yeah he he will stride past in a very salient fashion um 
if any of them look up, he'll give them a wink, go into his tent, shift back to either Glabro or Hamid, put on his clothes, and then come back out and just kind of <laughs> lounge on the fence next to where they're at. <laughs> and Estrella spots him. It's like, hey, you look bored. You want to come help us weed? Ted gives her a look. You can tell which ones are the weeds, right? I think I'll be able to figure it out with a little uh, helpful guidance, maybe from you two ladies. And she just gives him a wink right back. <laughs> yeah, and he'll scramble over the fence and start getting his hands dirty. Hannah just shakes her head. You know, she says, and Hannah at times has a bit of her mother's uh, accent. Um, and you you may have noticed, uh, Grudek's probably the only one who's been around enough to notice, but when she's speaking to people with American accents, she tends to use an American accent. But when she's talking to one of the London IPAC, she tends mm -hmm. to adopt her mother's accent. And she seems to have lumped Tyg in with, oh, people from across the pond, so now she's switched back to her mom's accent. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you're not a keeper. You don't have to take care of the gardens with us. You're above this sort of thing. I, my, my dad tried to beat that sort of status into me, and I can't help what my blood is, maybe, but I can help who I spend my time with, you know? Well, it doesn't have to do with your parentage. I'm a sept leader's daughter also. Here I am, pulling weeds out of the dirt. But you're a guru, so, you know... You're all above that sort of thing, right? That's a very interesting philosophy you've arranged for yourself there, young lady. Hmm? Oh, well, I understand well the hierarchy around here. Young lady, he says. And Estrella laughs. <laughs> yeah, both of these have like at least three or four years on me, right? <laughs> I'm probably half a dozen years older than you. How old are you anyway, Tyg? Seventeen. I'm only two years older than him, says Estrella. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm 23, if you're wondering. Ah, so you're the one who's allowed to legally drink around here. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I would touch the stuff anyway. It's disgusting. But to each his own. And just lost Tig's interest. Tig is still like right on the edge there, because on the one hand she doesn't drink, on the other hand more for me. <laughs> on that note, though, speaking of drinks and uh, and all, um, we should probably take a break and and get some, right? So uh, let's take about fifteen, come back and uh, do more interrogations uh, sounds... after the break. Right, sounds like on a break. Awesome. Back in just a few. And we're back. <clears throat> we are back. Tig is speaking to a couple of young kinfolk ladies while Thistle is probably by this point watching uh, Emma draw uh, a picture of the way her brother looked when he shifted into Krino's form. Right. She is purging her demons via art. <laughs> Hashtag art therapy. But uh, as you were saying, Hannah, about this hierarchy that we've got here, uh, how exactly does that work anyway? I mean, I know your your mother's at the top of the, as a sep leader, but uh, 
It's not, you're not, it's not the same as where you come from. Well, there's, uh, Tri Spirals, where I, uh, where my dad runs the, uh, mm-hmm. the Sept. It's, <laughs> it's Fina all the way down. He doesn't have so, to worry oh, about Oh, that's so. what you mean, right. So you have the same positions, just not the same intertribal tensions. Right. What's the, uh, <laughs> I guess for for lack of a better term, what's the what's the court intrigue around here? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the um, the Uktana handle all of the spiritual side, and for the most part, the children of Gaia are administrative and defense. But there are a few Uktana also in um, administrative positions, um, and there has been some effort at. Um, mixing things a bit more. Um, But as I understand it, uh, whatever progress was made in that area before we came 10 years ago, um, sort of all came to a crashing halt. Uh, My mother's predecessor was her aunt. um, And um, she and Tim had apparently been making quite a bit of progress in um, convincing the Uktena to possibly train one of their own in uh, some of their tribal rituals. But then there was a situation with a uh, Geta Fenris member who sold us out to Pentex and... Uh, from what I understand, there was some terrible attack. Uh, a bane uh, attacked the the can directly, and a great number of people died. And that's why my mother was called in to replace Celeste, her aunt. And um, a lot of uh, positions had to be replaced. They had to get a new... Um, I believe Tim was at the time the um, worm foe. He got promoted, <laughs> and they had to get someone new to be worm foe, so... Silver Glare moved into that position, and there was the right master also passed away in the attack. And um, yes, it was apparently a bloodbath, but uh, that was 10 years ago now. And they've mostly, I think, refilled all the positions, but whatever progress they were making toward uh, integrating the tribes is was lost. So the Utena. Decided to lump the Gaians in with the Get then, or because it sounds like that was more of a Fenris issue to cause the entire situation in the first place. It, I, I may be remembering this incorrectly, but I think it was the Get of Fenris who was interested in learning the tribal rituals, and he was the one who sold them out. Well, I can see how that will put a sour taste in someone's mouth, for sure, but... I find it... Well, I find it dubious that the Uktenna would ever have let <laughs> Ketup Fenris train with them in the first place, so I may be getting the story wrong, but that's how I heard it anyway. Um, but yes, it was um, a Theurge who was apparently in Pentex's pocket, and... Um, learn just enough to uh, let them in on the umbral side. And uh, Tagziano will pull out his notebook at that point and sort of just jot down the uh, 
kind of a bullet point list. Oh, I didn't realize this was a lecture and that you would be taking notes. I should have been more cautious. Sorry, I'm just trying to get my feet under me here and... Just don't put my name by any of that, because I can't guarantee that I got it all right. I wasn't even here when it happened. You'd have to ask uh, God, who was here. Well, all the older ones, March Lyon, Tim, and... Um, Cotteye, I guess, was also here then. But that's probably about all. <laughs> We're all uh, mostly replacements since then. Sorry, if it makes you uncomfortable, I can... It's just I've... Uh... Uh... <laughs> I have a tendency to get into a wee bit of trouble myself sometimes. <laughs> no, and, uh... it's all right. I mean, I haven't got much of a dog in that fight. It's just, I'm not even Guru, so I just keep the land, to which I'm told. Eventually, marry someone or other and make some more Guru. That's how it works. And Tiger literally put the thing in it, put the uh, notebook in his back pocket and lay on his stomach with his elbows in the dirt and just get eye to eye with her. So what would you do then if you didn't have responsibilities like that? I don't know. Uh, law school? <laughs> Ambitious girl, yeah. I probably get that from my mother, you know, the philodox. I've always been interested in that that side of guru culture but i mean that's what i grew up in i i was always from day one i was well, practically an honorary metis i grew up with the guru culture and so i was always hoping i i was actually born under the half moon but i never changed so i would have been a philodox and um if i didn't have to do all this i'd probably be a lawyer or something judge i get that from my mother i like handing down pronouncements but uh, I'm not in charge of anything but tomatoes, so tomatoes, tomatoes, however you say it. Well, Miss Barrister Hannah. has just been kind of been sulking during this whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Are you done flirting with him, Hannah? God, he's like half your age. That's disgusting. I'm not flirting, for God's sake. On track mind, sorry, don't mind her. Sometimes people like to discuss serious matters, you know. Estrella, she's the youngest daughter, you know, spoiled rotten. I'm not spoiled. <sighs> Can't help it if I just happen to be better than all of my brothers and sisters. It's just how it happens sometimes. <laughs> Genetics, is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I got the same genes. I just... Got lucky, I guess. Nope, same, uh, same mom and and everything as uh as all of them. There's like there's five of us. I mean, not and... counting the other two lupus, but. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, Estrella doesn't mention her canine siblings. <laughs> seem to be counting them for some reason. <laughs> what do your brothers and sisters do then, Estrella? Well, um, you know, Colmio, he's the leader of the Guardian Pack, and um, Alma is uh, the tail singer. And the rest of us are keepers, because we're kinfolk, you know, not guru. 
Am I familiar with what a tail singer does? Um, the tail singer is the one who is generally a galliard who right. mm -hmm. at every moot is the one who kind of catches everybody up on the news and right, right, uh, right. Yeah. The care and, and also will yeah, and will also sometimes tell like historical things about the history of the sept, usually knows uh, that kind of thing. And that's Alma. Okay. Another of <coughs> March Lion's brood. Right. <laughs> I think he's populated half the sept. Ty will just kind of keep a low-level banter going back and forth between the th all three of them there then uh, for probably about another 10-15 minutes before dusting off his his pants and excusing himself okay of course with promises to meet up with them both again later mm -hmm. Australia seems pretty excited about that and you know hannah gives off that air of you know whatever <laughs> and he will go find shadow shadow is not hard to find no he's not <laughs> he's roughly the size of a barge well when, emma, when he, emma when he adds wants to her start. drawing emma adds a a window and draw and is a drawing appears <laughs> to draw what must be thistle in yeah. the window mm -hmm. uh, and stealing little glances at thistle to see if z notices <laughs> yeah that is if she seems to be like looking to thistle to see if thistle notices thistle will walk over uh do you want to show me your picture does that look like you look at it it yeah, I think has, so. Yeah, like short yeah. brown hair, but <laughs> you know, she's eight. <laughs> I don't yeah. remember what you were wearing. Mm. What color? Purple. Okay. She grabs a purple crayon it. Goes yeah. to town. <laughs> yeah. Look over at Tig. Are you finished with your talk? First steps of it, yeah. There's more. There's more lurking beneath the surface here. A uh, lot more. Were you broadcasting back to the rest? No. Okay. So then, I'll unrelated. make things difficult. Why don't you? It's fine. No, it's, it's absolutely <laughs> fine because unrelated to that, I was thinking something. Whatever caused the events of ten years ago seems to have at the very least, not helped the relations between the tribes of this sept. And at that point is when he will recount pretty much everything that, that Hannah told him. Mm. Um, For everyone through the with, link, or just out loud? To, to everyone through the link. Mm -hmm. um, with the caveat that she's like, I might not be remembering this entirely correctly, but this at least is our first like kind of hard testimony on what may or may not have caused the current divisions in the sept mm -hmm. i was wondering when he returns i was wanting to speak to the cairn warder about it if it it's was probably... if it was one of my kin that caused this then i would like to know who and why um 
there's there's just like the faintest acknowledgement that almost sounds like it's halfway through a physical exertion uh because it's just a vaguely a grunt over the <laughs> over the over the comms from C as he is in Crino's form uh currently basically carving down small training dummies that he's set up uh, <laughs> with his sword, trying to, trying to get a feel for how his sword feels in Rhino's form. And at some point, uh, Hadai actually wanders over. As the gatekeeper, he doesn't have much to do unless he's dealing with visitors, so he just kind of wanders over and starts watching and making occasional comments like, oh, nice one. Remember that in that form, your center of gravity is shifted slightly back, you know, and he's just giving, like, Metis advice for he, he, fighting in Krino's form. As, as he is a Metis, he takes all of that into stride and tries to adjust as, as best he mm -hmm. can. Mm. <clears throat> I'm not certain if we will learn much from speaking with the members of the Cairn that have come after. Aside from that, at the very least, in Rip's estimation and potentially my own. I'm not certain if we're prepared for an assault should it happen again. Well, then I reckon we better dig in a bit more to the history of this. Uh, Hannah mentioned Hotai was uh, one who has been here for a while, as well as March Lion. Mm. I'm thinking of going to talk to Alma, though. Tailsinger, she'd be fairly well steeped in the local lore and probably know it at least as well. And maybe being one of the younger group, she might be a little more receptive to a brief inquiry from a newcomer. Hmm? Seems like a correct path to follow. Well, I guess I'll go see if I can hunt her down then. I will come with you. I would, I would learn this information firsthand. So Tag's going to go look for Alma. Hmm. Me okay. too. Now, what you would know about Alma, other than that she is a tail singer, mm -hmm. is that um, she is also uh, second rank, what they would call a foster. And usually, um, <coughs> rank two guru are shipped out to other Karens. That's how Bridge mm -hmm. Renner ended up here. Study abroad program. Yeah. Um, but she's also March Lion's daughter, so that may have something to do with the fact why she's still here, as is his other rank two child, Cole Neo. Um, mm -hmm. so almost definitely a tenor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it is a little odd that Alma and Colmeo would not be fostered out to other steps at this point at their mm -hmm. rank. Um, and that's the only thing you would know about them that's at all, you know, odd. Non-standard. <laughs> <Yeah. coughs> Alma is, as usual, um, hanging out with a, a toddler on one hip. <laughs> um, her other son is just running around playing. Uh, he's about four, and he's just running around like he's had six uh, espressos, just, you know, four-year-old boy. And uh, she's just keeping an eye on him while she bounces her other sort of sleepy-looking toddler. As we approach, and and in the, in the greeting process, I see your cubs have much energy. Looking at the one running around. <laughs> Yeah, they sure do. They remind uh, me of my own. Had to be boys, didn't it? Yeah. So yeah, how many cubs do you have? I forget. They said five or something. Many. Yeah. Well, uh, you're lucky yours grow up so fast. Mm -hmm. 
unlucky in that I do not get to spend as much time with them. It's true. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give up a minute of it. And if so the young, would... and if the young and if the older boy ever like runs closer, I'll do the. Uh, I'll I'll do the the dad playing with child thing of just like rawr and see, and just like doing the 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 fake like challenge stuff. And of course, he obligingly screams and runs the other way, yeah. giggling. <laughs> Tig is just like, well, this is gone completely off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not following him. I'm just doing it from. A no, no. Version. He he was just right. Yeah. <laughs> and she's a. Uh... <laughs> like the rest of her siblings, she has a clear resemblance to Mark Twain, that same sort of, you know, quick, wiry frame. But uh, she has, like, a slightly dreamier look. She's got really big, dark eyes and, um, you know, has a, a little more of a artist vibe about her. Um, singer, but... I, had... I was wondering <laughs> if I might oblige you to... if I might ask a question or two. Oh, uh, okay, sure. I I know the tales. That's my thing. I assume then you know the prophecies as well. Oh, um no, that's um okay, the prophecies that's mostly um uh you know the uh, the people on the spiritual side know more about that, especially uh Morning Cloud. You'd want to ask her because she's the only one here unless uh your friend C knows but um because isn't he like her cousin or something anyway she's the one who knows the language that is written and it's a basically dead language um but she grew up speaking it so she's the only one who knows the prophecy you know by heart word for word and she's translated it for march lion and he knows her translation of it uh pretty well but i don't know it at all except that <clears throat> it says that you guys are going to save the world or something out of game. Do I know that language considering my research? I thought, I think I would, but no, nope. unfortunately, so. no, you were not raised in that crazy cult. So, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, then as far as the history goes, um, we've been hearing rumors and, and wee bits of referential stories and that sort of thing. What happened 10 years ago? Ten years ago. Oh. Um, yeah. Let me check something really quick. Okay. Like her exact age. Okay. Yeah. And and he'll he'll literally be sitting on the ground with the book out and pen in hand. So it's not like like it's it's very clear that he's interested and wants details and he wants to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> Right. I was, um, I wasn't much past my first change when that happened. Um, I was actually, um, part of a, of a guardian pack at the time. Uh, we, we did not guard well, but honestly there, we were blindsided. Um, we had no idea that it was coming until the spirit sounded the alarm, but it was coming so fast by that point, we didn't have enough time to muster the people who weren't here. I, um, I can't even really say I was in the battle. Um, I was sort of at the fringes of it. I got 
disabled pretty quickly. So I didn't see much of what happened, but I just, it was a horrible tentacle monstrosity that just materialized right in the middle of the cairn. <clears throat> and there was nothing we could do other than, and all I remember is that it went straight for those five redwoods and started ripping into the ground like it was trying to uproot the trees. Um, it didn't waste any time. And we all just piled on it. I mean, there was nothing we could do. We didn't have time for a lot of strategy. Um, Tim was amazing. He uh, kept his cool. And our actual Karen Warder at the time was uh, somewhat elderly. And we hadn't seen battle in so long that I guess he just didn't know what to do. And um, so Tim ended up kind of rallying everybody into the closest thing we had to uh, uh, a defense. And um, But I, I was in the battle for maybe 90 seconds before um, one of those tentacles hit me and there was something just toxic about it. Um, it wasn't like a regular blow to the head. Uh, I felt like the thing ripped my head off. And then I was out for the rest of the fight. The next thing I was aware of, um, it was all over and they ripped the thing to shreds, but most of us were dead. What's underneath the grove then? What was it after? Um, I guess it was just, you know, digging up the, the trees that are the, the Cairn Center. I don't know. That's, um, you know, more the... Uh, spiritual side of the Cairn, they know more about the significance of all that, how they keep the land and what everything means, the symbolism of the circle and all that. I don't know. Um, but <clears throat> it sure wanted to dig up the trees. That's all I know. Can Tig make a... Sorry. What was that from Grudek? Uh, he was saying, ask her what they call it. The circle, the, the, red, the circle of right. redwoods. No, 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 the, the creature. The, right, yeah. Right. Was this, you said it was a, he wants to know the name of the monster. Right. You said there was a was a bane, evil spirit. What, anything, like, does, does it have a name? They never gave it a name that I heard. Um, <clears throat> nobody seemed to identify it when it showed up, and then you know, once it was dead, there wasn't a lot of discussion about the creature itself. It was mostly about um, the the Pentex company that had somehow arranged this. <laughs> um, they're defunct now completely, though. Um, those that were left in the Sept did a good job of cooperating with the, the Glasswalkers and the Bone Nars, and they really zeroed in on that arm of Pentex, and uh, their history now. So we don't have to worry about a repeat of that, but... How did it happen in the first place? Um, <clears throat> so, so this arm of Pentex, uh, it was a tour company, Bright Horizon Tours. It was like corporate tours and stuff. 
And uh, they had people, apparently, that had been scoping out the park, getting, you know, special inside passes to see areas of the park that aren't open to the public. And um, somehow or other, they figured out the approximate location of the center of the cairn, and they, um, I don't know what they offered uh, our theurge, who betrayed us, but apparently he led this bane that they'd been nurturing um, directly to the heart of the cairn through the Umbra. And who was this theurge? God, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be telling you guys this stuff because, like, you know, you're rank one or whatever, but also the prophecy and so whatever. <laughs> you know, I'll get in trouble if if I get in trouble, but I feel like anything I know, you, you should know. Um, and I'm, I'm blanking on his name. I'm sorry, but I think he was a silver fang. I want to say it was a theurge. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was a silver fang. Um, Cher might know she's a silver fang. She might, she might know what his name was out of curiosity. Aside from Rips and myself, have there ever been any more of my kind in the sept? Not, not since I've been here, I don't think. Honestly, I kind of, I get you guys, tribes all mixed up <laughs> sometimes, but um, I don't think there have been any other get. Hmm. It's mostly been Children of Gaia and... Um, the occasional uh, Glasswalker or Fianna, but all the Glasswalkers died in that in that battle. There were like three of them at the time, I think. So just throughout the, just I know it's probably unnecessary, but throughout the mental leak, Shadow's just highlighting Silver Fang, Geta Fenris? <laughs> question mark. <laughs> yep. Yep. <clears throat> yep. But keep in mind, this was ten years ago. Mm. I was. Uh, I was 19, and so, I'm, you know, my memory may not be the best. Mm. It was like a third of my life ago, so. Um, <clears throat> uh, when there is a moment, C actually does have a question for Hot Eye. Okay. Um, I, I don't have anything else for so, Alma. Alma. Yep. All right. So, um, as, he's, as he's practicing, he kind of turns and looks at Hot Eye. You're one of the ones who lived through the events ten years ago, correct? Uh, they've been talking to you about that. Yeah, that was rough. I've actually got questions about before. Oh, okay. Um, how well do you know the guru, not necessarily just of this cairn, but of this region from... I don't even know if it would be just within the past earlier 10 years, but perhaps even farther ago. Um, well, let's see. I've, I've been here. How long has it been now? It's been almost 40 years I've been here. So anybody who's been here that long, I could. Do you remember a man? Uh, Black hair turning gray. Um, 
known for a shell necklace with a feather crown, rather tall. Um, white body paint, although that might have been death paint. Hmm. <clears throat> um, this doesn't ring a bell at all. Did you see a photograph or something? Or No, I saw his ghost. Oh, son. Mm. <clears throat> well, um... <laughs> oh, this is the conversation we're having. Well, you should have led with that. <laughs> that... <clears throat> that would, uh... That would be one of your ancestors, uh, more than likely, I had, son. I, um, had, I had guessed. I was wondering if perhaps it was someone who was known. Well... If it's one of your ancestors, um, that's likely going to be one of the Guru, one of, one of the Eastern Claw. Um, uh, you're you're probably going to want to either March Lion or or, or your cousin. Um, Sharon, Morning Cloud, uh, might know more about that particular group that that your family, that your guru, the guru side of your family, comes from. They're very isolated. Really, only um, I don't know actually if Tea Tree has ever had dealings with them. That used to be the Sept leader's responsibility, but the only. I only knew about the Sept leader dealing with them when it was Celeste who was who was in charge here. I don't know in the past ten years that we've had any dealings with the Eastern Claw, but um, <clears throat> yeah, there used to be uh, five Septs in this area. When I say it used to be, I mean thousands of years ago. Uh, but the where the Eastern Claw Sept was, <clears throat> there's now um, that group that that you know about that um, that your family came from. Hmm. They are squatting on the same land that used to be uh, a cairn thousands of years ago. Uh, but I don't know very much about them, but uh, it's got to be one of the Eastern Claw Guru that you saw. Uh, it, it, it matches up. I mean, you're talking about wearing feathers and shells, and this is someone from long, long ago one of the natives of this area. Uh, I should speak with either Morning Cloud or <clears throat> Marsh Lion. Yeah, and uh, not to put too fine a point on it, but speak with him if you see him again. <laughs> Hopefully I will. I appreciate the uh, information. He oh. kind of reverts to his homid form and goes to look for March Lion. Okay. March Lion uh, is sort of taking his usual wolf nap at the center of the, the cairn in the Redwood Circle. <clears throat> March Lion. He lifts his head, blinks his little wolfy eyes, and looks at... Uh, <clears throat> looks at C and then he gets up and gives himself a full body shake shifts into Hamid form what can I do for you I have questions about the eastern claw 
I thought you might. What would you want to know? I've seen one of my ancestors, and I was hoping you might know more. Uh, and he goes to the same description again. Okay. Um. All right. Um, trying to boil it down to uh, what would be most relevant to you. It's thousands of years of history here, but um, this area uh, used to be, there were five Octena Septs in the area. Western Eye, the Eastern Eye, uh, the Heart, the Western Claw and the Eastern Claw. Um, as I understand it, thousands and thousands of years ago, um, all of the Septs joined together to fight off a uh, terrible evil. And all of the Septs were destroyed except for this one. But when the Europeans invaded, um, there were a certain number of the Guru who were not willing to accommodate uh, and were consequently mostly slaughtered, except for a handful of them that moved back down to the Eastern Claw area because it still had some protections where they were able to hide from the Europeans, and they all just moved down there and were basically not heard from again. They uh, became very isolationist, and only in the past few decades uh, did they make contact with our sept again because they were beginning to have problems. They were descended from about 13 people. So you can imagine some of the problems they were having after all these generations. And they um, made contact with us and said, can you help us? Can you send us some fresh blood just to keep us going? And um, <clears throat> as I understand it, that's more or less how your mother came to be that they uh, imported one of our kinfolk to go down there and help them out. And, uh, yeah, so there's been uh, an exchange going on where that we would send them people, and they would, in exchange, occasionally uh, send us one of their guru warriors, and that's how we got Morning Cloud. She was... Uh, when she went through her first change, she was offered to our sept, and we accepted her. And uh, I believe it was your mother who who brought her to us. She was 12 or 13 at the time. Um, and then I assumed your mother went back to the Eastern Claw, but now I'm being told that that never happened. She never returned to them, and, and here you are. So we're grateful for that, I guess, but... Uh, <clears throat> but we still don't have what I would call a very open relationship with them. They need what they need from us. They get it. They give us what they give us. Um, but they are, they know that we cooperate with the children of Gaia, with other tribes. And so uh, they don't let us onto their grounds. They consider us more or less tainted. <laughs> and, um, so that's about all I can tell you about them. But they are the ones who had that prophecy. And you wouldn't, um, you wouldn't recognize the man I described then. No, um, 
uh, my guess is that it's someone who would have been long, long dead before any of us were around. So just, you know, listen to him. If, if he's appearing to you, there are things that he wants to tell you, and you may just need to be patient. And the those who are now residing in those lands who seem so aggressive towards outsiders, are they of the little brother? Uh, they, they were Uktena as well. Mm. One second while I change my headset battery. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> It's nice. It's nice that there's a there's a musical theme for Shadow at least. <laughs> continues to 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 revive. That's mostly my musical theme in general. Just <laughs> that's, that's your, that's your I use that to jingle. Just, I, it's, <laughs> it's easy to fill space with it. But. I find it... He only appeared to me for a moment and did not say anything, but... Bless you. I... I only wonder at what the import of his appearance is and when I might encounter him again. Me patient, the ancestors have mysterious ways at times, but uh, he may still be struggling to contact you. Your change was fairly recent, so it may just take some time before he can tap into the connection that you share. There's still so much I need to learn. I know, it's hard when you're young. I remember. He just kind of stares off into the middle distance for a second. Uh, well, I thank you for what information you've been able to give me. Do you and, suspect uh, Morning Cloud might know more? She would, but oh, maybe she'll talk to you. She's a tough nut to crack sometimes, but I think she'll talk to you. And, um, you know, see, anybody else talking about Hot Eye would have told him that uh, the guy hardly ever speaks, but C hasn't found that to be true personally. So, uh, I mean, Hot Eye talks to me as soon as I, <laughs> as soon as I show up. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Hot Eye seems really to have bonded with you for some reason, so... Um, um, she's a little guarded, but you can give it a try. Out, out of curiosity, William, have you, has C been broadcasting any of his conversation mm. to the rest of the pack? Not with Hot Eye and not with March Lion. Okay, cool. Just want to just want to check. Interesting. Okay, cool. Respecting that there are 
preferences in that. Okay, that's good to know. All right. Um, For Tig's purposes, um, as he's been sitting there listening to Alma talk, he's been making notes of those points in his notebook in that writing style he has to make it a little less easily read by other people. Okay. Um, and when Shadow comes to the the last of his his questions, he'll stand up and <clears throat> thank Alma. We don't wish to take up any overdue necessity of your time. Where would we find Morning Cloud? <coughs> she's the keeper of the land, so she's normally around, you know, tending. Uh, tending the gardens or um, like the, the boundaries of the sept, making sure that everything's still nice and overgrown. Very well. Thank She's you so always much. around here somewhere. No problem. Um, in the meantime, uh, Emma has finished her drawing of um, her mm. slavering bat-eared <laughs> monster of a brother and thistle in the window, and she's tried to sort of approximate the other pack mm -hmm. members in the room yeah. as well and she's made shadow out to be some sort of just hideous monster and tig isn't looking so hot either in this drawing i'm always looking um, hot <clears throat> but then um she uh she looks at this one and says am i gonna stay here They don't let me decide that, but I think what's most important is making sure you're somewhere that's safe, that's comfortable, and that you want to be. Is this another gang like, like my brother? Hmm. No. We... Some of us change like your brother does, but we try and be nice and heroes and help people. She looks very dubious, like that's a thing. <laughs> like, and you know, she hasn't had will, much experience with this yeah, as a concept. This will. Did you have her hand? What books do you like? She sort of hangs her head. I, I don't know how to read. Oh, that's okay. It's really hard to learn. Um, do you like picture books? Yeah. And this will pull a few things that Z grabbed out of the room. Um, Do you want to go through these with me? Okay. They're, they're about superheroes. Like us, who are a little weird and scary, but try really hard to help people. Why? Because people like you are super special and awesome and amazing, and we want you all 
well to be as happy as possible all the time. Emma looks like this will just hit her between the eyes with a two by four. Like this is clearly something she's never heard in her entire life. Children of Gaia, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan's the special one. I'm not special. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Ethan's not special, but you're special too. And you're special what? in a different way than Ethan is. Because you know what Ethan's not? What? Ethan's not Emma. You're Emma. And Emma's special in her own way, right? What way? what way do you want to be special? And again, this is a question that she's clearly never even begun to consider in mm-hmm. her life. So she just kind of falls yep. silent and seems like she's like pondering mm-hmm. this entirely new concept and just starts kind of working on her drawing again. Yeah. <laughs> Thistle's got the cogs turning. <laughs> um. And uh, I think we'll actually call it there for now, unless anybody has anything else they want to wrap up real quick. All right. Uh, Just waiting for Bridge Runner to come back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yep. In the evening, there will be more. Yeah. More uh, <laughs> conversations, I'm sure. All right. Well, say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. <laughs>